Hello and thank you for joining us. It's Sports in the Mix here on the Big Game Christian Sports Network. And I hope everybody's enjoying their summer and I'm ex- and enjoying it too. You know, this is a week that you know, we, we just got so much going on. And before you know it, it's back to school time. Well, I am a huge basketball fan. And today I want to tell you about a school located in the Chickasaw Nation in a town called Tishomingo. Now, if you know anything about Oklahoma, Tishomingo is probably one of the oldest cities in the state of Oklahoma, or towns, I should say. And they have a college there. It's known as Murray State Aggies. And I am so blessed today to have with me the head coach of the Aggies, Coach Steve Lowe. How you doing? I'm good, man. I appreciate you coming over and, and uh, talking with us and kind of getting us out there. Wow. First of all, let's go back. You know, I, I'm a huge fan of women's basketball. I, I went to school at East Central. We had Bertha Frank Teague right here in Ada. And Oklahoma was the last state to play six on six. Right. You know, did you ever see that uh, coming from Washington State? You know, No, I, I didn't. And I, it's funny. I've heard stories, you know, about six on six and talking with my mom. You know, she played six on six back in the day. And mm-hmm. so when I came here... I had heard it was one of the last states to, oh, to yeah, make they that transition. Yeah, what they did was at the very end, they took the larger schools in 4A and 5A and made them go ahead and play 5-on-5. Five five. And then the 3A and the 2A and the Class A's, you know, your ladder and your Bings, they went ahead and played it during that time period. But I think in the 90s is when it kind of finally faded out and everything. So, you know, they was making uh, things like, well, we don't know if they can do this. Well, I think it's a good thing and it's a bad thing because you have the guards that had to guard the fort. Sure. Yeah. So they never got to shoot the ball. Oh, man, that'd be awful. Yeah. <laughs> but then the forwards had to shoot all the time and you had to run these pick and rolls and everything. But here we are in 2022 playing basketball. First, a little bit about yourself. Uh, how did you get started coaching basketball, Coach Lowe? Yeah, so I'm a, I'm a Washingtonian, uh, born and raised in Washington State, a uh, place called the Tri-Cities, Richland, Pasco, Kennewick. Is Washington State the Cougars? It's the Cougars, yes, Okay, sir. so I want to make sure. So that's... you got Washington State Huskies, uh-huh. and you got the Washington State Cougars. Well, I noticed your facial expression when you said Husky, so it sounds like you were torn in between, too. I am. I went to actually a Division two school called Central Washington University, which is mm-hmm. dead in the middle of the state. Mm-hmm. So I kind of have... I can have allegiances to both because I didn't go to either one of them. Mm-hmm. But in our state, it's very similar to Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. I got you, you. You're one or the other. Yeah, I got you on that. Is it true you guys get a lot of rain up there by, what, 60% of the time? So Seattle, Portland, tons of rain. But there's also a eastern Washington, eastern Oregon side of things where it's high desert. It's ag land. It's mm-hmm. dry. It's warm. Very, But all you see on the news, all you see, you know, sports – is mostly, you know, the western side of the states. And mm-hmm. that's, yes, it rains. It rains a lot. Wow. So for football players, hey, you'd be lucky to get a game in. But for basketball, it's no problem. You're, for, you're fine. You're All fine. Right. You're indoors. That's the great thing about uh, you're not, you know, 109 degrees today outside, and we could be indoors 70 degrees and, and be just fine. Now, now I got a question. Your wife is from Arlington Martin High School. I know where that is. That's in southwest Arlington. Yep. How in the heck did y'all meet? You're from up there. <laughs> Walk me through. How did y'all meet? So, ooh, man. And what's her name? Her name is Brienne. Mm-hmm. She goes by Bree. 
she and I met at Cameron University. She was the head volleyball coach mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. in 2011. Is that when we, I think when we met there, 2011? Mm-hmm. And I was the assistant women's basketball coach. Mm-hmm. I was teaching and coaching up in Washington State in Seattle, mm-hmm. and uh, a job opportunity came open. Eastern Washington assistant got the Cameron mm-hmm. job, basketball job, and I kind of knew him from that. And uh, he needed an assistant coach. I was ready to make that a, a career move. I was teaching special ed at the time mm-hmm. and decided to make college basketball a career move and moved to Lawton, Oklahoma. Now, that's Cameron University. Yes, sir. And how was their basketball team when you were there? How were they? Ooh, when we took over, it was it was rough. Mm-hmm. They had some lean years, the the two two or three years before we got there. Um, you know, two two Washingtonians coming in Oklahoma. We had a rough rough stretch early. Uh, I was there for three years before I went back to Eastern Washington University Division One, and Coach Tom Webb, who's the coach there, he spent seven years there and kind of got it going at the end, but. You know, it's a, it's a learning curve. I think any time that you you move from, you know, the Northwest to the to the Midwest, or if you move from the Midwest to the West Coast, it's just you're building relationships and you're learning where the kids are at. And you know, when you're when you're established somewhere for a long amounts of time, you kind of build. You know, there's relationships and coaches. You know, call you and help you. You yeah. know, with kids. But for us, two guys from the Northwest, it was. It was a challenge early, you know, especially Texas being so big and we wanted yeah. to get into Texas. I mean, that's that's a beast. I got you, and especially in the recruiting situation. So that means when you were there, you were playing schools like East Central, probably playing Oklahoma Baptist and Shawnee. Actually, they were in AI. Really? Um, back then, you know, Central Oklahoma, Northeastern Oklahoma, they were in the Lone Star, but now they're in the MIAA. Mm-hmm. You know, Southern Nazarene's Division Two now, Oklahoma Baptist's Division Two. They were NAIs. Mm-hmm. Roger State was NAI. They're Division Two now. So, you know, it was really like you said, it was Southwestern, mm-hmm. ECU, um, UCO. Cameron. Did y'all play Northwestern too? We did not. Out of Alva or yeah. Northeastern out of Tahlequah? Uh, we played Northeastern. Okay. They were in the Lone Star and Southeastern. Uh, and Southeastern, yep. Okay. Okay. So it was all of us going down to Texas and playing, you know, uh, West Texas A&M, which is just a, they're a powerhouse. Out in Canyon, yes, yep. just south of Amarillo. Yep. Um, you know, Avalon Christian. Yeah. Now they're Division One. Wow. Know, Angelo State. Yeah. Uh, Commerce. East now Texas Division State. One. Yeah, Texas A&M Commerce, yeah. Yep. So let's talk about it now. So you go down from to – JUCO, as we would say. Sure. How did you land at Murray State? So when I was at Cameron, there was a guy named uh, Justin Kellum, who was our VP of Business Affairs. He was in my basketball class at Cameron, and we just kind of started talking one day. And, you know, he liked hoops, and I liked talking hoops. And next thing you know, he's a student assistant and then a grad assistant for us. And then when I left Cameron to go to Eastern Washington University, he became the assistant there. He was there for just a few years and then got the job here. He's from Tishomingo, and he and his wife are. And he got the job here, was here for five years, had a job opening. I was looking for a job. Uh, I was at Portland at the time. Mm-hmm. We were looking to get south. My wife being from the south, we have three kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, hey, you know, I have a job. Mm-hmm. You know, why don't you come down and start coaching? I was like, yeah. 
Well, I know she's excited because I know about being in Tishomingo. <laughs> she can make it home in two and a half hours. Yes, sir. Yeah. So that's not a bad drive. I'll take that any day. Yes. And she probably knows when to get down to Interstate 35 and get over there. So She loves the heat. Yeah. You know, being in the Northwest, you we lived in Portland, and it rains a ton. And we lived in Spokane, Washington, where it can snow a ton. Wow. So for her, she's, yeah, she loves this heat. Well, what was your biggest challenge of coming to Murray when you got here? Because you got to be able to talk to students. And when you're out there and you're watching these kids at AAU facilities and everything, they say, hey, what's your staff? By the way, what's your staff name? Uh, I have um, two assistants, Tana Coleman Mm -hmm. and Wade Whaley. And so they go out to the different areas and scout the talent. Yes, sir. And then they say, okay, I want to get you to come to Murray. And, and everybody, if you don't know, there's a Murray in Kentucky that John Morant played basketball for. Yes, sir. But then there's Murray State College in Tishomingo. Yes. So what is, what, what is it like to getting them to understand to come here? Because I'm looking at your roster here, and you got five international players, and you got student athletes from the Lone Star State of Texas and Oklahoma. So what is it like to get them to be an Aggie? You know, I, I joke with all the recruits, even when they come on campus, nobody dreams. They're not laying in bed at night. They're not playing all these AAU tournaments, dreaming about playing JUCO basketball. That's mm-hmm. not what they dream about. But what you try to do is, I don't think people give JUCO enough credit. It's, you got to hoop. If you want to be good, mm-hmm. you got to hoop. I'm not saying that there's not bad teams out there that some kids can't go and necessarily play at, but if you want to be one of the elite you know, upper echelon JUCO programs. These kids, you know, last year we had, what, six of the seven, and one of them just decided to go be a pharmacist. Mm-hmm. But six of the seven are moving on to a four-year school. That's and good. Yeah, it's, it's it's excellent. Very good. And so for us, we're trying to identify kids that maybe are under the rock, maybe just um, they're not recruited highly, Maybe they don't like the offers that they got. Maybe they view themselves being mm-hmm. able to play a higher level Division Two or Division One. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the type of kids that we're we're trying to look for uh, from a talent based uh, side of things. And and then you know it's got to be fit. I yeah, mean, I truthfully, I mean you. Some kids are city kids. Yeah. Coming to Tishomingo, Oklahoma is is not for them. Yeah. And then some kids, they're just they're easy going or they're country kids. And they come here and they handle it, you know, just fine. It's a bond. It's a close. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. For sure. You know, we'll get international kids. Just, just, you know, I was a Division One assistant coach for eight years. And I was able to, during that time, you know, we had the resources. We had the money. So I was able to travel to Australia several times. Uh, getting to know other Division One coaches who had connections in Europe or whatnot. And so, you know, coming here, uh, we're not competing for the same kid. So they're able to, you know, they'll share those contacts in with me here. And so we've able to been able to attract several uh, international players here. And, you know, they just want an opportunity, a lot of them. They don't really care where it's at. They're just coming over here to, to play American basketball, to have an opportunity to get an education and uh, to move up the ladder. All right, Coach Lowe, now what was your first year? What year did you start? I started in, what are we now, 2018. In 22. Yep, so 
2018? Yep, so 2019, 20, 21, 20. Yep, so 2018 was my first year. 18, 19 season was my first year. And that was before COVID, so what did y'all do? We were 21 and 12 that year. That's not bad. You were well over 500, well over. And uh, we won the Region 2 championship, and we went to, well, we were supposed to go to the national tournament. That's when COVID hit. Wow. And so they canceled everything. everything. And you had to be the one to say, well, I'm sorry, ladies. Because of COVID, we're not going to be able to do. Yeah, that was that was difficult because, you know, for the sophomores, their year was over. Like mm-hmm. they didn't get to go experience that national tournament. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we had freshmen who could come back and have an opportunity that next year to potentially. Because at the time, we didn't know. Yeah. We didn't know if COVID was lasting one month or mm-hmm. two months or three months or shoot, you know. So what, so what was the most exciting game during that season of 2018 that, that was just like one that – I know you got to think about because you, you've been blessed to be <laughs> coach of the year, but you always remember your first year of that exciting moment of the win. Who, By the way, who did you lose to in that season? Uh, you didn't win the championship, but who did you lose to? We we won the championship in 18-19. Okay. Yep. Uh, and honestly, it's I know you're asking the most memorable game, but it was the that was against NOC Enid, mm-hmm. and we made, I believe, 18 or – got to go back and look. 18 threes or 20 threes that game. Mm-hmm. I called they, – they ran zone a lot, mm-hmm. and they ran some man after we just kept hitting a million threes. I called one play the entire game. I just sat there on the sideline. And watched. And just watched. And for me, we spend a lot of time shooting. A right. ton of time shooting, mm-hmm. and to see that come to fruition yeah. during the most, really the most important game of the year, and to watch our kids just blossom and just you know have the best games of their lives. We had two kids make six threes that game. Wow! And I forgot to ask you at the beginning because you said you went twenty-one and eleven or twelve. Twelve. Yep. Okay. So what was the fan base like coming to the games? Because and what was the team's record like before you got here? I think they won maybe 11 games the year before I got here. But, you know, credit to, you know, Justin Kellen, the coach I was here, you know, before me, he recruited mm-hmm. pretty much this team. And you just took it. And I just took it. And I had a couple of pieces later, but for the most part, it was the kids that he recruited mm-hmm. are the ones that. But they stayed. They, they stayed. That's the key right there, yep, Coach They Lowe. stayed. And the, the belief and the trust early that I got from them was phenomenal. Amazing. And that was. That was really nice because, you know, they're used to him, the returners, and new kids have no idea who I am. You know, there's other coaches. Does he know me. what he's doing? Yeah. And, you, and, and, and y'all, y'all just put your seatbelt on because we're going to go to another level. <laughs> How many coaches we got in the stand? Okay. Block out the noise. Yep. Listen to me. Yep. <laughs> we, I, we're just getting started, folks. We just talked with Coach uh, Steve Lowe, who is the head coach basketball and we're going to take a quick break and we come back we're going to talk about this incredible season how they were able to make it to Lubbock Texas tell you about the players and we're going to even talk about the upcoming schedule it's sports in the mix with the crew yours truly Cedric Bailey we're on the campus of Murray State University Murray State College in Tishomingo Oklahoma we'll be right back 
Research shows listeners don't like it when ads interrupt their music. So to help you remember that Liberty Mutual customizes home insurance, we made this ad optional. If you want to skip this ad, remove your left earphone. Liberty Mutual customizes home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. If you're missing this informative ad, you must love wasting your cash. It's the easy and smart way to save. Now it's all been said, so if that earphone was out, put it back in your head. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. It's the hottest spot in Southern Oklahoma. I'm talking about Sideline Sports Grill. At 2015, Thompson Square in Ardmore, Oklahoma. Come out and enjoy their delicious Hall of Fame wings, MVP sandwiches, all-star burgers, their signature Sideline pretzels, fan-favorite desserts, motley mixtures, and so much more. Open Wednesday through Monday from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Stop on by the new Sideline Sports Grill, the hottest spot in Southern Oklahoma. Open Wednesday through Monday from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. 2015 Sweet D, Thompson Square in Ardmore, Oklahoma. For signature Sideline pretzels, MVP sandwiches, all-star burgers, motley mixtures, fan-favorite desserts, and so much more. And remember, you don't need any credentials to be at the Sideline. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code KEY for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code KEY for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code KEY for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. And welcome back, Sports in the Mix with the crew. Yours truly, Cedric Bailey with the head coach of Murray State Aggies in Tishomingo, Oklahoma, the Murray State College, Coach Steve Lowe. And, Coach, when we left off, we talked about parenting and coaching. What are your guidelines and what do you say to your athletes now when your parents, they trust you to coach, take their kids to the next level? You know, it's interesting. Once you get to college, it's kind of – you know, I still have an open door policy. I I still talk to the you know the parents and say, hey, you can still you know call me if if things are if you need something or whatnot. But when it comes to really basketball stuff, you know it's it's time for these girls to become adults yes. and come and talk with me and talk with the assistant coaches and try to work through that. You know, I don't really want to hear from the parents too much unless it's just about other stuff in life. You mm-hmm. know, there's other concerns you know maybe are going on. Um, doesn't mean that I won't have that conversation, but we've definitely needed to have gone through, you know, just the one-on-one with the, with the player first, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes, you know, the kids don't relay all the message. Yeah. They relay what they They want to do. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. so, but to be honest with you, in my three years here, you know, I haven't had any parent issues. Parents have been great, very supportive. You know, yeah. they get it. You know, it's just. It's time to become an adult. It's time to 
you know, deal with the, the playing time issues or not issues or, or, or whatnot. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. By the way, we were looking at the list and everything, and I was on the website, and you guys had a camp. We did. That was back in June? Uh, was it late? Or May? Uh, late May, yes. And tell us how that camp went. Camp was awesome. We had about 40, 42 kids, I think, from the Tishomingo area. You know, it was um, it was good. We had little ones, mm-hmm. you know, first through fifth graders. Then we had the sixth through eighth graders, I think, or fifth through eighth grade. You know, the middle schoolers. Uh, my assistant coaches ran it with a couple of players. Yeah, I was going to ask, did you have some student athletes? That yeah, we had. I think it's good. You know, no offense to myself or the, uh, the uh, you know, the assistant coaches, but the kids want to see our players. Really? Yeah, you know, they want to connect. You really? Know, they, and I think that's important just for coming to games and stuff like that. When when the campers can connect to your players, uh, then that's that's when they're going to come. They're, gotcha. They're going to ask mom and dad, you know, grandma and grandpa, whoever, like, hey, I want to go to the Murray State, you know, women's game. You know, so-and-so is our, you know, camp counselor, and, you know, she was awesome. You wow. Know, and that's, that matters more. That's great. Now, let's go ahead and talk. We talked about the first season, 21 and 12. So what happens in 29, 2019 season? How does that go? Yeah, you know, that was tougher, I think, for everybody, you know, just across America. That was COVID and so many rules and stipulations and testing. And, you know, you're trying to dodge the COVID bullet. And if you get, you know, we got quarantine. One kid gets it and you're quarantined for two weeks. And, you know, yeah. we, we went 11 and 9 that year. Because mm-hmm. um, you didn't play a full schedule? I didn't play a full schedule. We didn't even play all fall. Wow. So they just said, hey, we're going to play January, February, March. And call it a, a and day. And call it, yeah. And, you know, and it was it was rough. You know, we had four kids get hurt that year, mm-hmm. you know, as well. Uh, man, it was just, it was it was a tough year. We, we, we grinded through it. You know, hindsight 2020, looking back on some things, I would do it differently. But, you know, I just think starting late, trying to keep the kids focused all fall. I mean, mm-hmm. we showed up in August. And now you're not playing games until January, wow. and you can't. You're not really competing in the fall. I think we had just a few matches, you, you know, games you could play in the fall. So that was that was difficult. Now let's talk about 2022 because I'm looking. You guys went all the way to Lubbock. Well, let's talk about the season and how did, how many games did y'all win this we, past year? We were 20. We won 27 games this year. And losses? We lost six games. Wow. Yeah, it was. We were 14 and two in conference. And who did you lose the conference games to? We lost to Enid at Enid. Uh, our starting center was out that game. Um, no excuse. They played really well. I mean, they shot lights out. They they deserved to beat us for so sure. So now y'all are walking in there and everybody's hunting you guys. Yes. And they're like, we got to take them out. Yep. And now they're going to really be coming at you this year. So let's talk about the players you're returning back. We got Maddie Busby, Laney Gooch, Bree Kanabi. 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 Yep. Taryn Tyler. And Reese Webb. Yes. And those are going to be your sophomores. Those are going to be the sophomores. And th- four of those five have started. Taryn redshirted last year because she had uh, an injury, um, uh, a hamstring injury. Uh, Brianna Canavies from Air, Texas. She is an All-American. So honorable mention All-American. Actually, she's on her way right now to Atlanta. I'm leaving tomorrow for Atlanta. She got nominated to play in the top 40 uh, women's basketball showcase in Atlanta wow. this weekend. And what so, would that would be on one of the campuses there? Yeah, that's going to be in Clayton State University Wow, down there. How excited, how does uh, that make you feel? That's, you know, I'm just happy for her because I think 
she will go down as one of the you know hardest working competitive kids I will probably ever coach. Wow, that's amazing. And she's from Era. She Ezra? is from Era. She's five two quicker than all get up and she just you when that ball is when we tip the ball it is did game you recruit on. her i did yep how'd you find out about her man you know um an official in that area reached out and emailed me southeastern's coach kind of said hey and you know i don't know you know what you think of you know small guards but there's this kid over there and aaron i saw some film and, and what's her first name again brianna brianna okay okay i got you and then reese webb's starting four uh, Laney Gooch and Maddie both uh, both started um, several games for us as well. So, you know, we have a good core um, coming back. You know, we, we lost Alasia Stewart and Alina Wilson. Mm-hmm. They both, one signed at University of Texas Permian Basin and the other one signed at Cameron University. Wow. So we'll, we'll miss those two, but, you know, we have, you know, four solid kids. And even Taryn, I, I expect some things from Taryn this year as well. What about your international players that are coming back? Yeah, so we have five new international kids. Uh, we have two Australians, Remy Langmaid and Bella Peterson. They play in essentially, oh, man, Melbourne, Australia is the mecca for girls' basketball. Mm-hmm. It is very similar to Dallas, Texas. There is tons of talent there. They are challenged, you know, every night when they, when they play. They actually both play at uh, Box Hill High School, where Ben Simmons is from. Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, Trevor Burnett's their coach there. Does a heck of a job. So I expect those two to, to come in right away. And, and these are incoming players. These are incoming players, yep. Wow. And then what about Tanola? How do you pronounce that? Yeah, Tiniola. Tiniola. Oh, yep. Tiniola is from London, England. She's a 5'7", jet quick, athletic guard. Tamara. Tomorrow is transferring from Onodeco. She's transferring from University of Illinois, Chicago. So she's a Division One transfer. When she was U16 in England, she was the top U16 player. Wow. So we're excited about her. And then Ewa Joara, she is coming from Gambia. She's a 6'2", 6'3", post player that, um, you know, African kids, they might be a little bit behind mm-hmm. uh, skill-wise. But every single one of coaches, they just take everything in, and they're just they're a sponge, and wow. they're just they're grateful. They're 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 dedicated they're, too. Yes, great, yeah. hardworking kids, good in the classroom. So yeah, I'm excited. So you got six new incoming freshmen. Yeah. So uh, Peyton James is from Sulphur, and Jade Mullen is from uh, Comanche. Um, Jade was at MacU, Mid um, American Christian University. And Peyton James went to Dodge City, and then she was at a D2 in Alabama. So those those two are both going to be transfers coming in. Uh, Peyton plays as, you know, she's a fan favorite too. Her and, and Kanabi will, they'll have some fun practices. Those two will, will compete and get after it. Jade's 5'10". She's, she's athletic. We're expecting her to be one of our shooters next year, but she can also get to the rim. She's super strong. Um, Mackie was disappointed, you know, that, that she left, but she's looking to play right away and, and, uh, make an impact for us. All right. Well, we got the schedule and looking like we got about 30 games and I'm double checking to see, do y'all, y'all play in tournament tournaments or so classics? We're going to LSU, um, that's down in Louisiana and we're going to play Jones 
And Jones is one of the top probably 10, 15 programs in the country. And that's going to be really, really good for us. I, you know, I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but since we made the national tournament last year and we have, you know, three starters back, there'll be a high likelihood that we might be ranked in the top 25 to start the year. Well, y'all ranked during, throughout the year last year? We weren't. We weren't. We never. We kind of got receiving votes. Mm-hmm. You know, Eastern Oklahoma was ranked out of our conference. And y'all beat them. We beat them twice last year, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Well, we, they got their radar on you. <laughs> yes, but, sir. But speaking of this, I'm looking at a plaque here. Coach of the Year, tell us about that. District Coach of the Year, what does that mean to you? Oh, I don't know if it really means much, to be honest with you. Um, you know, there's a couple of them over there. You're just blessed with good players. Mm-hmm. That's what that means. You know, yeah. Good players make us look good coaches. But I think that's great, Coach, and I know, I know where you're coming from, you know, but without the team and the players, you wouldn't be in the position where you are. You're doing what you love to do. You yes. told us about Washington. You told us about Cameron. And now you're building a program here. You had only six losses. And how many wins? 20 what? 27. That's incredible. You know, and that's well over 34 games. And it's hard because half the time, you know, you're on the road. You're going to go down here to Texas on, on uh, November the 2nd and play Collin College. And then RPA Prep, That where's that? where are they located? Uh, they're down in the Dallas area. That's going to be our homecoming night on November 4th. Y'all doing that early. We are doing that early every year, November wow. 4th. Yep. There's nothing wrong with that. Then you're going to hit the road in November uh, the 8th through the 12th. And the LSU Classic. And National Park, where's that at? National Park is in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Wow. Yes. <laughs> All right. So you're going to go there, and then you'll head on down south. And then and I'm looking at the schedule here. I like this now. Southwest Christian JV. So I had heard that my college, East Central, is possibly going to have a JV now. So you got these players now that that are freshmen and sophomores, but they're competing against upperclassmen. So you're going to be playing against Southwestern Christians JV. Is that down in Texas, Southwest Christian? Uh, it's going to be up in Bethany. And Bethany, okay. Yes, and then you got NEO. We know about them. NEO is always good. Jim Rowland's been there a long time. You know, they've had a couple struggles the last couple of years, but they were, oh, man, they had a good run where they were playing for the Region 2 championship every year along with Enid. So. Gotcha. Then you play against uh, Hill College. That's in Texas. They're coming here. That's Hills. just south of Dallas yep. before you get to uh, Waco and Waxahachie down there. Yes, sir. So you got them on the agenda. Then you'll play again Paris College. That's down in Paris, Texas. Collin College down in uh, Collin County. Was Is that located in? Uh, it's in Plano. In Plano. Yes, I got gotcha. you. And then you got to play Eastern, Connors, Redland, Southwest, Christian, JV. So you're going to be a lot. You got quite a few. Uh, conference games. Yeah, so we play, what, 16 conference games and 14 non-conference. I got you. All right, and then the uh, – so this this will take you all the way to February the 27th. And then, of course, the regional tournament. Is that returning back to Shawnee? As far as I know, we have a coaches um, – we have a coaches meeting here September 12th, 13th at the Hard Rock. And so they'll probably have a little bit more details for from us, but – you know, I've I've played in OBU uh, for two Region Two tournaments. In between the two that we won, we played up in Enon at the convention center. So, I'm six and zero in uh, at OBU. So I'd like to uh, be back there. <laughs> Shawnee is not a bad town to be <laughs> and, in. No, and honestly, it's a, it's a short drive. And in our softball team, 
the first year we won it and the second year we won it, the softball team has showed up and, oh, man, tremendous support. I mean, if you could have been there and just felt the energy in the building, it was it was phenomenal. Wow. Well, the last thing I want to do as we close out, we got about three or four minutes, and I want to do that. And I want to talk about Murray State College, about this this uh, community here and some of the great things that, that these students are involved in during this, this time period. So, by the way, who's the president here? Uh, Dr. Fulton. Uh, okay. Tim Fulton is our president. He arrived on campus in, in February. Uh, president McDaniel uh, retired, you know, what in the in the I guess the first first mm-hmm. semester, and so he kind of she kind of transitioned a little bit for a couple of weeks with Dr. Fulton, and I mean if if you've been on our campus since February, it has been a whirlwind. Mm-hmm. I mean it's man, we got stuff all over the place, building, adding sidewalks, adding lights. Um, man, they're they're redoing some stuff in the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, they're making it fun. They, seem like it. Yes, I mean we have our campus. You know, we added a $10 million ag, ag science building. Mm-hmm. So they've done a lot of good things um, on this campus, and we are trending in the right direction. We're adding jobs, you know, on campus as well. We're redoing um, an old dorm, turning that into a bed and breakfast. That's really? a bunch of jobs. Um, we had a rodeo last year. We just added bass fishing. Uh, you know, we don't we don't have an AD right now. There's mm-hmm. kind of a three-headed monster, but we have 14 different sports, um, you know, that fall underneath that AD's position. Wow. So it's, yes, there's a lot going on for sure. All right, we got two and a half minutes. You've been coaching all this time. What makes you feel so excited, Coach Lowe, when – you get a letter or a phone call or a message from a former player. Give me an example of somebody that comes back and, and you and you like, man, wow, thank you. A surprise moment, you know. I received uh, two thank you letters this year from two players. And as a coach, you don't get very many of those. They might appreciate what you've done for them, but to have it in writing – because um, yeah. I'm pretty sure you had some moments. Yeah, I mean, you have good moments, you have bad moments, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you're not not everybody's gonna enjoy their time where you're at, but you're trying to do your your dangness to make it a positive experience for everybody. Well, you, you don't know? have to say their names, but what what do they say that touched yeah, you? Yeah, so one kid, um, she she left after her sophomore year. She got a full ride scholarship to a Division two school. Well, there was a coaching change, and uh, that new coach came in and. And asked her, you know, pretty much that her scholarship wasn't going to be there anymore. And so I helped her find another another school. And she and her parents were extremely thankful that just because I wasn't a part, she wasn't a part of our program anymore, that, uh, you know, just because, okay, you leave, now I'm done with you. No, like once you show up here and you spend two years here and you're part of our family, you're part of our family for, you know, the rest of your life. And so I helped her find a job, uh, spot at a different school, and her parents were extremely thankful that I would still be willing to do that even though she wasn't playing for us still. And then the other one was just thanking her, thanking us, you know, me. Um, and she wrote into other assistants too, just really thanking us for the opportunity to play here, for everything you've done. And, yeah, I and mean, that stuff just means a lot, you know. it's. Yeah. And you know what? And I'm going to say this because we got 60 seconds. But when y'all made that trip to Lovett, 
and y'all got on that court, even though you lost that game, mm -hmm. but the trip was worth it because you represented this region. That's, you know, on that court in front of, you know, tons of coaches and, and fans was, it was pretty fun. Wow. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking with the head coach of the Murray State Aggies, Coach Steve Lowe, and I am Cedric Bailey, and I tell you what, looking forward to some great things in store. We're going to be uh, talking with Brandon Lewis. He's going to be joining me in here in a few minutes. But, Coach, I want to say thank you for allowing me to be here on campus and uh, looking forward to the upcoming season for basketball. And I'm just going to leave with these words. Go Aggies! Thank you. <laughs> we got more coming up. Keep it right here on the BGC Sports Network.